Mesechta Beitza Dav Chav Beis Amud Beis, page twenty-two, side B. Masha Enkin Beitza, as opposed to the halacha that I, the egg that was laid on the first day of Rosh Hashanah, over there it's not permitted to be eaten on the second day of Rosh Hashanah because the second, the, the sanctity of the second day is like the first day, and the Chachamim did not allow only for a mace. So. Asking him, so you should also not be lenient on the second day of Rosh Hashanah as far as putting the medicine into the eye, the coil in the eye. Omar lay, so Amemer said to him, No, Kenardo, Svirli, I go like the Nardo. The Omri, they say that Av, Bevezo, they're also by the egg, the Chachomim were lenient second day of Rosh Hashanah, just like other second day of Rosh Hashanah. And the same thing on the second day, we can be lenient like Rabbi Huda. Who permits a yontav all needs uh, of the person. So therefore, the second day we can be makel like Rabbi Yehuda. So why would you prohibit on the second of Rishonah that maybe they're going to make El into a leap year? So it's going to be thirty days, and that's really Rishonah. That's not to worry because Omar Ravchino Barkano, Ravchino Barkano said that Nimeis Ezra ve'Elach. That from the days of Ezra and on, we don't find an Elul that was a leap year. So therefore, uh, that Elul was a leap month, that it was 30 days. So therefore, even though that we do conduct two days Rosh Hashanah, it's like the other two days Yom Tev, and we can be lenient on the second day. Further, we learned in the Mishnah, You can't use these thick breads, but only thin loaves. Mishamai said they neifim Passover be Pesach. That on Pesach we don't bake thick bread. Basil Matir Basil permit. So the Gemara thinks why they argue with Pesach? Because of Chometz, a issue of Chometz. The Gemara Vakamo Passover. What is the amount of a thick bread that Basil permit? Amravuna Ravuna says Tefach. Abtal Tefach. She came with Sin Belechem Haponim. For we find by the Lechem Haponim on the Mizbeach that the shear of the thick was Tefach. And that had to be done from matzah, not chometz. Pray the Gemara, maskif lo Rabbi Yosef. Rabbi Yosef asked, "What's the proof of the Im amru bezrizim. If the chacham allowed a tefach with something which is given over to the kahanim, who are very quick and they can be careful from chometz, yamru b'sheinim zrizim. We'll see by matzah, which is everybody has to make. We can even let such a thick. Further, he asked, "Im amru pasamelo belechem aponim." It's a tired bread, they knead it very well, they worked it very hard, and that's why it did not very quickly become chametz. Will they say the same thing in the bread which has not been worked through and could become chametz? Further, he says, It was baked on a dry wood, a very hard heat. Will they say it also by moist wood, but it's not so hot, so we worry about chametz. Further, im omru betzanur, if they're saying that when it was baked in the oven, in the mikdash, which was cham, was heat all the time, it was constantly heated up for the baking of the menaches and roasting of the uh, kochim meat. Yemru, will they say also, batanur tzoynam by a cold oven? And further, im omru betzanur shalmatechas, they say, would they said that it's okay a tefach by an oven of the mikdash, which is made out of metal, which is a lot of heat. Yemru betzanur shacheres, will they say betzanur shacheres? So therefore, you don't have any evidence that they made a tefach over there that you can also make a tefach thick bread, matzah, on Pesach. So the Gemara says, Amar of Yirmah Amar, Barabah. 
I asked the Rebbe in between me and him, privately, Umanu, Rab. That's his teacher. Who was the teacher of Rabbi Yirmer Abi? That was uh, Rab. My Passover. What is meaning thick bread? Rab answered, Pas Meruba, a lot of bread, quantity-wise. That the uh, baking means it requires a big trouble. And you don't need it all for that day. And that's why Bishamai prohibited it. Nothing to do with chametz, and basilah permit even though because the bread that is baked more uh, with more bread in the oven bakes better. Bakes bread bakes bread better. I asked my Rebbe personally. That is Rabbi, the Holy Rabbi, Rabbi Nosi. My Passover, what is Passover? And the answer is Passover, a lot of bread. So why did they call it thick bread? Because because when you knead it, the, 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 all the dough together, it's a thick, uh, it's a thick uh, dough. In the place, or another way, reason, in the city of this Tana, Passover, a lot of bread, they call it Thick bread. Pray want to make it. Let's see. Let's examine. The reason by Shammai that prohibited to need it is from the Katorach. Tirchad Loitzorichu because he's troubling himself on Yontav. A trouble that is not necessary. So my idea, the Pesach, why are they arguing about it in Pesach? I feel we even by the Yom We should ask her to bake a lot of bread. I think when I said in Chanami, also that's true. But the Yom they also disagree. This Tana, when he was learning the Braise, was at Pesach, and that's why he said Pesach. But the Gemara said, Tayyana Mehochi, we learned so in a Braise, Beshama Emrim, and Eifim Pasmurub Yomtev. doesn't say Pesach over there. There he says, You can't bake lots of bread on Yomtev. It says also clearly Pasmurub, it doesn't say Passover. Besilel Matir Besilel permit. So we see that the Machloikis is an old Yom Tev. The next Mishnah, Afhu, Omar Shloshadvarim Lahokil. Gamliel also said in three things, before he said three things to be machmir, he also said three things to be linear. Mechabdin beisamitos, that you can sweep on Yom Tev the, uh, the room where the bed's in, where the, the people eat, and you lean there on the beds. That's the way we used to sit by the, by the meals. Manichin mugmor, and you can place the mugmor, the Parkinson, it's a kind of, a, of an incense, uh, you put it on Yom Tov, on top of the coals in order to give a good smell to the house because all Molocha, which is for the benefit of the body, is Molocha's and it's permitted on Yom Tov. You can make a full roasted goat when it has everything in it with the sides and the intestines hanging on the side. On the night of Psachim, and they used to do it as a remembrance to Korban Pesach that wasn't the Migdosh. Over there, the Postic says, prohibit in all these cases in the can't sweep the house because you might straighten out the holes which would be like building and since the uh, it's going to happen automatically when you sweep up you're definitely going to do it uh, so therefore it's also even if you're not intending to close the holes Mugbar they asked because it's not uh, for everybody. Only fancy people or special people need 
they only allow things that everybody needs. This mukbar, this good smell, is not for everybody. Uh, or, and also the gedimakulus uh, didn't allow that because that appears like kochim, and people were going to come be magdish and eat kochim outside because you're mimicking, you're doing the same thing the way they had in the Beis Hamikdash. Gemara. If it's permissible to put this Levoina, the Parkinson, on the coals, under the garments in order to make them smell good, because there is no uh, benefit to the body from this, but it's only fixing the garments, but in order to smell, give a good smell to the house, so the person will smell it, that everybody will consider say that it's permissible because that's considered the benefiting of the body and that will be like Oichel Nefesh. I'll ask you a question. You can't sweep the house of the beds where you eat on Yom Tov, but in the house of Rav Gamlil they would sweep. Many times I went followed my father into the home of Ragam Liv, and they did not sweep the base of Yomtov. But what they would do is they would sweep it up from before Yomtov, and they put out uh, sheets so that the by the meal the crumbs will fall and the bones on the sheets. And Lamacha, the next day, when the guest would enter. So then, they would remove the sheets with the dirt on them. So it turns out that the house cleaned by itself. So they said to them, then you're allowed to know Shabbos also. So the Chachamah would not disagree with Rabbi Gamliel in such a case. So we have to say that Rabbi Gamliel permitted to actually sweep it with your hands on Yomtev itself. The Braiser continued, and you don't place the uh, smell that brings to the house of the uh, on the coast, the Levina, on Yontov. So basically, Rabbi Gamliel manichim, but Rabbi Gamliel would put it. The house of Rabbi Gamliel they would put it. Amar Rabbi Gamliel Beratzadik says Rabbi Gamliel Beratzadik. Pam Harbin of Nasta Charabo. The base of Rabbi Gamliel. Many times I followed my father into the home of Rabbi Gamliel. Veloy hoyu manichim as hamugmar biyomtiv. They did not place the mugmar on Yontov itself. Elamivim ar Das kois, they brought uh, a uh, incense type of a utensil that has holes of barzel made out of metal. And they made the smoke from before yomtiv by putting the levoina on top of the coals. They would close their holes so yomtiv to keep the smoke and the smell. That shouldn't go out. And when the guest entered, they opened up the holes in order for the smell, the aroma, to expand outside of the keli. So it turns out that the house would become good smell on its own. So they said to him, Cain, if that was all that he was doing, so the Chum would not be disagreeing on that minute. Because you're allowed to do Shabbos, because the Mugmar, you didn't do any Mulach Shabbos. So we have to say, and that also Yontav itself, Rabbi Gamliel, permitted to do Gamer. But nevertheless, from the Vrais, it's evident that the Machloik is between Rabbi Gamliel uh, and the Chachamim is by placing 
the mugmar in order to smell. So because that for the purpose of the guests that they should smell it, that's why they did it. And not like Rabasi who said that according to everybody you're allowed to place the mugmar in order to smell only for the begodim he said the machlekis was. But if we learned, we should say it like this, Omar Abbasi, Machloikes Lariyach, Machloikes, by placing Bugmar, is in order to smell it, so Rabbi Amlil permits, because any benefit for the body is permitted on Yontav, Chachomim Aser, because it's not a Hanova, which is equal for everyone. But in order to do it, to smoke up, to make a good smell for the garments, for the clothing, Osur, that's Osur, because that on Yontav, you're only allowed to do what's benefit for the body, not for the clothing. So they ask the Shiva question, are you allowed to smoke fruit on the smoke of the incense to absorb the smell of the perfume and the fruits? Rabbi Rabbi Omar Rab, Rabbi Rabbi says in the name of Rab Osur is prohibited because there's an Ism Lachanyantav, as the Gemara will explain. And only something which is for everybody not unique instanisim people, unique people that need it uh, in such a way. Shmuel Amar Mutter says it, Mutter, because he says this is for everybody. Uh, also, the poor people that are not uh, would do that. They don't do that because they don't have the ability, but it's good for everybody. So therefore, it's considered Shabbat L'chol Amar Asur. He says that it's Asur, as we said, because there's a not for everybody. Because what does he do when you put the basim on the coals, then you're extinguishing them. Why don't you say the Yisuf Nesha Mavir? Because he's burning up, he's, uh, he's uh, cooking up the, uh, the basim by putting them on the coals. That's an Amalacha. Malay, Rabuna says that actually you can answer the issue for two main malachas. In the beginning, it's extinguishing, and the soifer in the end, he's making the fire. And he mentioned the malacha that's done first with it. Amr Rabbi Yehuda says, Rabbi Yehuda, that to give the boysim agava gachelas to put it on the coal, it's also a yantav because that is both, it extinguishes and it makes a fire as mentioned before.